Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Best bits of the week, and we've got them for you. Best bits of the week with Morgan number two. Well, Scuba now holds the record for the longest part one on Whoa. the best bits. Oh, hey, congratulations, everyone. I'm really <laughs> sorry about that. No, it was great. It was like two friends just talking, hanging out. Yeah, okay. So right. I liked it. Okay. I mean, I got nothing else going on. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I do, but like, you yeah. got a whole watch of kids at home, so yeah, yeah. I more feel bad you're here. True, true, true. Good so point. we're going to dive through these questions. Okay. You ready for this? Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, you should say, because if you didn't hear the first one. Yes. Well, first of all, go listen to part one. Yes, Because yeah, it yeah. is a really good. We talked about uh, Disney and- Yeah, um, it was Disney. It was Haunted Houses. It was Favorite Appetizers. It was my career. It was about where the name came from. It was about your traveling experiences. I love it. Thank yeah, you for the I think teasers. That's enough. You're so good at teasers. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's what you should listen to for part one. And also, if you're going to put questions in next week, make sure you put your name and where you're from so I can start identifying you on the Yes, questions. I feel like that's really important. Yeah, Scuba <laughs> gave some great feedback. So we're going to yeah. start doing that. But not this weekend because I don't know where yeah, these came from now. Yeah, so you do, you do it with somebody else next time <laughs> and they'll get all the glory. No, it's all, it all came from Scuba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I give you the glory right now. That's no, fine. I don't really care. Okay, how do you feel uh-huh. being the ref for the Blink Slate game that happened? Oh, boy. <laughs> We're starting out strong. We are starting out strong. I don't know if I should get into all of it so much because I don't want to piss anybody off. <laughs> Just say what you would care to say. Uh, let's see here. And I know I say I'm an open book and I want to answer all the questions, but I also have to tread lightly because I work here every day. Uh, <laughs> um, so the ref, the idea was initially who wants to play, and like I don't really care to play. So, I, so I suggested who should be involved, and Bobby said, "That's great, let's do that." So we, everyone played that played, and I was like, "But we need a ref, someone who can help maintain the rules that are in place, and if there's any discrepancies or oh, what about this, then I can jump in." As you heard, if you listened, it was a little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> and and I had because I used to be the ref for the drafts when, when the drafts were in heavy rotation when I first moved here back in 2019 2020 and I went out and I bought like a ref outfit I have a red flag a yellow flag a ref shirt looks like I work at a Foot Locker and then I have a, a whistle 
And we did that for a little bit, and then it kind of like faded off. And so I still had that over my desk area, so I was going to use that for this. But it all started so fast, didn't really kind of go over it like the way I had planned to go over it before we started. And so it kind of just, it is what it is, and it was what it was. But it ended up being fine. I mean, it, sort of. We had some moments where I was like, oh, my God. I was like, were you, were we listening to the same game? But I feel like the way it, the way it kind of happened, it went off in a hitch and it happened the way it happened. Even though I wasn't a fan of it, I felt like it kind of happened the way it happened and it still was fine because it, it was still kind of chaotic. Like it was any family game night. Game night. It's family, exactly. Mm-hmm. Anyone's game night is going to be have a version of that, especially when, they, when they're drinking. Yeah. It's going to get even worse than that. It's going to be different versions of that, especially like Eddie put it best. Sounds like my family at Christmas. And there's always people making up rules. That exactly. always happens. I was like playing beer pong at somebody's house. Everyone's house has different rules and all these different little ways they do certain things. And you just kind of have to adapt to it and move on. And there will be some arguing, but you have to eventually some, at some point succumb to whatever the rules are and just move on. Yeah. And apparently nobody like knew that I was competitive. Yeah, everyone was butthurt that you were competitive. I was like, since, since when? I, guys, I played sports. Yeah. Like, why, why would we think Morgan, I didn't want to win? Morgan, you're being mean. Like, Morgan, it's, it, Morgan's playing a game. The same way you play a game and get a little upset if your team player isn't quite playing. We are trying to win $1,000. Yeah, and Abby wasn't even playing. Abby was literally just there like, uh, 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 like, just think of something and say something. And then she said things that didn't even, like, match or make sense. You're like, what? Yeah, and I, I was even more mad at that. I was more mad because we went in with a strategy. She totally chucked it out the window. I was like, I don't know. That whole game is she being on, out. A, on a wavelength. Abby blacked out. Abby, for she, she for she sure did. blacked out and didn't know where she was. She could not handle the pressure <laughs> at all. Yeah, so I, I got were, yelled at that. Oh, I heard in the voicemails. So I checked the voicemails. People were going hard on you. I'm like, good Lord. We're playing a game here. Yeah. Like I was out of character. I'm like, guys, I didn't sit there and say anybody sucked. Yeah. I was just like, hey, it's a competition. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's Wake up. <laughs> Wake up. House what? House fly. Not house paint. What? <laughs> and our strategy for anybody who asked was the most common word. It was literally the most common. And if you can't find the most common, choose a noun. Yeah. And as that noun, you choose the shortest version. Like we had literal steps in the strategy yes, too. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It was a whole, and it was a really good strategy. Because, it makes sense. Yeah. Like you can do that pretty easily. Yeah. She she didn't. She wasn't. But apparently, on. I was so out of character. Yeah. So. Whatever. F them. Nobody knew I was I was competitive. Yeah. Now you do. Well, now you do. Yeah. Especially when there's money on the line. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. You're compet- you, Like you said, you played sports. The, there's, <laughs> it's a competition in you. The best part too is I was more competitive when Abby is the one who wanted us to keep more money when I was going to give more money. I know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like I the know. irony of the whole situation was funny too. Yeah. Okay. So that's how you feel. That's how I feel. Yeah. Any that's, other last thoughts before the we shorthand move forward? version of it? That's okay. It, that's it. Any more? No, that's it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Making that's, sure you feel like you got your piece. That's enough for you. Okay. Are you guys done done with having kids? Any possible chance of adoption or anything? Well, I had a vasectomy. So so there's like that's that the, side of it. The yeah. adoption got brought up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I thought about the whole adoption thing at some point just because I feel like it'd be really nice to bring in. Like when I see kids at my son's school that you can tell I have a rough life. You're like, man, I would love to give that kid because I've experienced versions of that growing up. Like, man, I wish I could change one kid's life and get put them in a different trajectory based on what I can offer them or how I can, not necessarily financially, but just love, love. Exactly. Yeah. Love and mentorship and guidance, I feel like is so invaluable. So yeah, I thought about that at some point, um, but I thought about it and I'm not sure at this point in my life. No, the answer is no. I got three and that's more than enough. Three under five is a lot. I can't handle another one. My wife was right. Four would have been too much. So at this point in our life, 
we're good where we're at. But who's to say in five, 10 years, that could change. Yeah. But as of right now, that's where we're at. Or like, let's say, I mean, not trying to say this is something I would want, but one of my siblings, something happens to them and their kids, kind of like you mentioned in the other best bits where Phoebe is adopting Matthew Perry's uh, dog. Yeah. Like, let's say something happens to my brother or my sister and their spouse or something. And they have, they have kids. One of them has three kids. One of them has two kids. Something happens and that I would immediately, of course I would adopt them. I'd bring them in and be their uncle slash father and help make sure that those kids are taken care of. You know that happened with Luke Bryan, right? Oh, I did not know. One of his kids, um, I believe it's his brother. Okay. Um, but one of the kids he has, I believe. Okay. I could be oh, I think I've heard about yeah. that story a little no, bit. No, I think I remember that. I yeah. do know it happened similar with like that with Luke Bryan. Okay. Yeah. So I would do I would do something like that in a heartbeat. If it happened tomorrow or it happened ten years from now. That for sure I know I would do, but me adopting somebody else's kid that I don't know, whatever, not saying it's out of the cards, just at this moment in time, no way. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, from uh, Mississippi, we have Oh, you have, a, you, have, a, you, have a, oh, you have a place? No. Oh, God dang it. From Linda. <laughs> hey, Linda. I'm just going to make up names for all of these. Someone listening goes, that's me. <laughs> so if you're Linda from Mississippi, she asked, have uh, you ever heard from your first wife since the divorce? No, I haven't. I'm trying to think if I ever have. I mean, when we're going through the divorce process, yes, obviously. And I had to do a lot of the legwork of getting the paperwork and having her sign it and everything. It was, it was like Sweet Home Alabama. So annoying. Have you ever seen Sweet Home Alabama? I think I have. And I think I remember seeing where she has to go to the town to get him to sign. Yeah. Yeah. You had a Sweet Home Alabama oh, moment. I had to go to her work and I'd have to go into the hotel and go to the freaking 27th floor, wherever she was at in the hotel, and have her sign paperwork. And so annoying. I had to do all the legwork. All of it. And then go back to the courthouse in San Francisco and she all really that. really messed with you in a lot of ways, huh? Oh, my God. But it was worth it in the end. I was like, okay, this is nothing good in life is easy or should be easy. You have to go through all the mud to get to the end. And I went through a lot of mud to get to the end. So, yeah. Okay. And I don't think I've, I'm trying to think. I don't, I have ne- she's never reached out to me. I've never, never had a reason to reach out to her, obviously. So, since the divorce, no, we haven't really, we have never talked. When you're someone who has done me in a way where, like in that aspect, like, you're dead. Like you, you don't oh, matter. with you. Yeah, there's no point to rekindle or what if or see what the, I do not care. Some of my friends will be like, oh, I saw her on Facebook. She got married again. I'm like, I really don't care. Thanks for telling me. I'm sure that can, that's going to happen at some point. I don't really care. Isn't that always kind of feel weird? You're kind of like, wow, that was like another life for me. It was. You know, like when you hear of things and you're just like, that feels like just not my existence anymore. Like lifetimes ago. You're like, whoa, that happened? You're like, yeah, it did happen. Oh my God. Uh-huh. And you get put back in that place again. You're like, oh, never. Oh, no, I don't want to live that again. Oh yeah. There's been a lot of stuff coming about, out about one of my ex-boyfriends and stuff that's happening. And I've heard, it yeah. has placed me in a not great headspace. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I always say like, if you, if, if someone who isn't good for you or, or, um, if there's no, like if, if we had kids together, obviously then we'd be tied together. Thank God we didn't. Then it would have to always be in each other's lives in some way. But we have no, nothing to hold us down, nothing Thankfully, to tie us down. down. Yeah, we didn't have a house together. We lived in an apartment. We didn't have any financial ties, no personal ties. It wasn't like her best friend was also my best friend or anything. Literally, once we were able to cut ties, we were able to cut ties. So it was awesome for me. It was literally meant for you guys It to was cut meant ties. to be. Yeah, it was literally. I always look at it, and it makes sense. She was the vessel to get me out of my hometown and to get me over to the West Coast because I would have probably done it at some point. But it got me to do it sooner than I wanted to. I was uncomfortable leaving Orlando, moving to San Francisco at like 20 or 21. I was super young. 
so it was, I look at her just literally a vessel to get me out of there, to get me over to there and to jumpstart my life in a whole nother trajectory and in a way better life, way better life. So I, so, I agree. So I guess I'm grateful and appreciative of her in that sense. She got me out of my comfort zone and, and I'm not saying I hate her guts because if it weren't for her, I wouldn't be here right now. So I guess I, I'm grateful for her in that sense, but not grateful for like the way she treated me and the things that we went through. Oh and, yeah. We're not, we're not going. Oh my far. God. No, 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 no. But grateful for the experience because it got me at, to where I am today. Silver lining. Silver lining. Yes, exactly. That's the best way to look at it. Cause if you don't look at it that way, then you're going to be, um, you ever seen soul, the movie soul. Disney, oh yeah, Pixar. the Disney movie, yeah. There's that one part where all those souls are like dragging their feet mm-hmm. and they're all these like big blobs and they're and they can't and they have their they're weighted down and then you see one that like floats off and becomes something, and you're like, Oh my god, that like that was that's that what was you, you could become if you did not let go of something like that and found a way to cope with it in a way that makes sense. And it did, and for me at least. Soul crushing. That's it, why they say soul crushing. Soul crushing, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And when it was soul crushing going through it, but then eventually we're good now. I'm glad you're good now. Yeah, thank you. Much brighter places. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Tony from Boston. All right, Tony from Boston. Would like to Boston. Know, <laughs> Boston. How you feel about your hair? <sighs> uh, how do I feel about my hair? <laughs> I don't know if Bobby's being sarcastic because I really don't think that the way I look, and not saying if anyone that has this and rocks it, that's fine. I don't, I don't, it's, I don't, again, we talked about it in another episode. Who cares? You do, you do what you want to do. It's what you want, whatever. But me personally, I like a shaved head because it makes me feel younger. I feel like I look younger and cleaner and more more me versus this like, like whatever you call this. <laughs> I feel like it makes me- Half head? Yeah, I feel like it ages me. It makes me look older. It, it brings me back to like the 70s. Like when all the grandpas and, and men rocked that, like it was like a thing. Like yeah. makes me think of like Red from the, that 70s show. I mean, all the hairstyles and stuff have been coming back from the 80s. So yeah. That could be why. It could be a thing. And, and, and I'm not saying it, it looks terrible, but it's just not what I like and what I'm used to. Yeah. I like having the clean shaved head. Or is it at least a little bit more comfortable now? Like, because you're just like, whatever it is, what it is. I'm wearing a hat right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because we're not technically on the show, yes. so yes. And but. as soon as this show wraps, I put a hat on. Like, when we cut that question and answer video the other day, I had my hat on because <laughs> I wasn't in the studio and the show was done. Yep. Those are the parameters. You're, you're following it to a T. You're oh, like, how can tea. I make sure to get out of this? A hundred percent. Well, I want I want you to feel confident and happy again. So yeah. I did try and help you out. I know. You did vote for me. And I'm going to ask again coming up here mid-November because I'm traveling back home for Thanksgiving. Yeah, but November is no shave November. That's for a mustache, not for the head. I think it's all over. No, it's it's November. It's supposed to be the mustache. Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought it was all over. No, well, maybe all over, that, and that's the new thing, but ever since its inception, it's been mustache, and it was for mm-hmm. testicular cancer, and now it's like 45 different cancers, or can- 45 different charities. I also saw, I was going to say, I saw it about mental health, too. I know, they keep adding more and more to it. It's just supposed to be, it was originally supposed to be, don't shave your mustache, and it was about testicular cancer, and now everyone wants to jump on board. I mean, it's a cool trend. Oh, it's cool. I get it. But uh, but you guys not, actually have something for yourselves. But it's not for my head. It's just for my, just for my mustache. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And Tina from Illinois. Oh, hey, Tina, Illinois. There's a lot of T's here. Uh, How is your shoulder injury? There are no T's there. You're making all this up. I know. <laughs> How's your shoulder injury? Oh, it's great now. I would say I'm like 99% back to normal. Woohoo! I know. All it really took was just chiropractic care, stretching. Uh, that really was all it was. It was just like a pinched nerve somewhere in my neck. And it was pinched in on a specific nerve or somewhere that it just like shot down my whole arm and made my whole arm numb. The worst. It Those was dang terrible. nerves. I know. You don't, you don't realize what it is. And some people, they get stuck into this pattern where they feel like, oh, surgery is the only option. 
and then they do surgery and now they're in this like constant like cycle recovery. of recovery and then another surgery and you need another surgery and you need a steroid shot and all this crap when all it really is nine times out of ten is just something's out of alignment and you're and because your central nervous system your your spine from your neck all the way down to the bottom of your spine is so essential and there's so many nerves and so many things that begin and start from there and spread out and radiate throughout the rest of your body. That reminds me of a photo I saw on the internet. These scientists recreated the human nervous system outside uh, of the body. Okay. Like literally the real nerves. Yeah, showing the nerves, yeah. And it's all down one line and then they all pop out. Yes. Little things. And so Crazy. the medical industry, big pharma, they want to get you on pain oh, pills no. and they want to get you in surgery because it's a it's a medical insurance game. It's all about making money. It's not about actually truly fixing you as a person. And nine times out of 10, it really just comes down to realignment of your spine and checking that out first. You are right. Yes. That is correct. And I will not fight against you on that. Yeah, that's the truth. Because I agree with you. Yep. Okay. But speaking of drugs, we're going to take a quick break and I have a big drug question. For oh, you. I think we're going to do some drugs during the break. No. Okay. <laughs> Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Are you now a sober man from all your drug dates? <laughs> this is literally how Linda from Linda. Ohio wrote Linda the question. Ohio. <laughs> she said, are you a sober man now from all your drug dates? Sober man from my, uh, well, so I don't, I'm, I, I drink every once in a while. It's not really drugs. Um, but I would put smoking weed in the same bucket as drinking. I even know if you go to the Bible Belt or conservative parts of the country, they think like, oh, my God, smoking so bad. Well, what is the difference between that and drinking? Please tell me. They're, I mean, they're all, uh, what is the word? What's the word I'm looking for? They're all. Stimulants? <laughs> yeah. Well, that 
Scientifically, yes. Uppers, downers? Nope. Um, they're all, uh, it's like a scapegoat, but it's like your, your vice. It's all it's your, your vice. It's all vices. It's all vices, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get heroin. Heroin's hardcore. You're putting a needle in your body, and then you're literally going numb, and you're dead for a moment. I've never done that, and I never will. Never have tried it. Have no desire to try it. I mostly have been more into the stuff that, and I guess heroin somewhere, at some the point comes from the ground. things? Yeah, stuff that comes from the ground, like mushrooms and Weed smoking. Weed and mushrooms. That's, pretty much, that's the only two things I've ever, ever partaken in. I've always wanted to do, well, I've, I guess I've done more. Um, but <laughs> but now as an adult and as a father, the only I don't even do shrooms anymore because that was like a whole another lifetime. Mm. Even though I'm wearing a sweatshirt that has mushrooms all over it. <laughs> I didn't even realize that until just now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, now as an adult and a father, and I only partake in things when my kids are not around or my kids are not going to be there or whatever. Hey, Rob, what's up? Okay. Hey, that's our big boss coming yeah. through. Just a quick wave. <laughs> As we talk about drugs <laughs> and taking drugs. Like, I'm not on drugs right now, but, or am I? But so, so for me now as an adult and as a father, it's different. It depends on the, the time and place and where I'm at. Obviously, if I'm watching my kids by myself, I'm not going to be smoking because I need to be able to be attentive and be there for them and watch them. Although there's some parents who probably drink and watch their kids. Like my dad used to drink and get hella drunk and watch us. I mean, yeah. But Again, everybody has their vices. Exactly. Right? But when you compare smoking to drinking, and from what I've seen, drinking goes one of two ways. It can be a lot of fun. Everyone's like, woo, what a great time. And some people, they get angry. Mm. And they get really I angry. I have also seen that. And they get physical and or they get emotionally uh, abusive. And I've never, ever come across any human ever on earth that has ever gotten combative when they smoke. Yeah, you know what happens to me? Huh. I eat food. Yeah, eat food I and pass out. I eat a lot of food. No, 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 no. Okay. No, sir. Not just like, not just like eat food regularly. No, I go like I am a whole bear waiting huh. for hibernation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're getting like, ready for it. What is happening? Yeah. It's like an endless pit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it does. Yeah. But the, but marijuana is used for that for cancer patients because they can't eat, and so that it will numb some of their parts of their body to make them want to eat when they then when they have to eat, but they can't eat, and the pharmaceutical drugs that they're pumping into them you know, make them feel whatever they feel. And then certain parts of the world, they just give them drugs and then they still don't eat and they have more and more problems. But some parts of the world, and there's even been um, documentaries in these, like on CNN, where families will leave their small towns to move to Colorado or California or Seattle or wherever because their kids have, um, what is it called, seizures. And the pills they give them or whatever isn't fixing the seizures. It's just masking it for a while and it goes away. Whereas marijuana has actually completely eliminated or made it to a point where it's only one a quarter or one every once in a while because it's a natural drug. And the the federal government hasn't jumped on it yet, which they're stupid for not doing it at this point. It's some states that don't allow it. You know who you are. Um, you know you haven't got with the times. It's a big money-making machine. And I also understand, too, it should be regulated because it also could become, like any other thing, a dark side. Mm -hmm. You smoke too much and you become brain dead. Or you smoke too much and you're driving and you're tired and you pass out. It's You shouldn't be driving and smoking. I understand that. That's where drinking and, and smoking can have a parallel. Um, you should do it in a place where you're not going to be going anywhere. You should smoke at your house. Smoke at a friend's house, wherever. Go to a concert, and two hours later, you don't feel anymore. You're fine. You can go home, or you can Uber. We live in a world where you can Uber everywhere. So that's not where, the Ubers I take, but yeah. Well, you have to take actual Ubers, though. You take fake Ubers. Don't remind me. <laughs> so, the, so alcohol and 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 smoking can parallel, but it never will parallel in a space of violence mm -hmm. ever, and only violence associated to 
to to things like weed is because people then have to sell it on the street because they can't buy it from a store, which is where they should be able to buy it. Well, if you if you try and fight on weed, you gotta have like noodle arms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, or you don't even have the energy to fight. You're like, who gives a you crap? Don't, you you melt and then you be like yeah. noodles. It'd be like a yes. And anyone that fights it fight. has never experienced it. They just fight it because it's the unknown, and they only read yeah. one or two articles on Fox News. Or they clicked the headline and they saw something where one teen died. It's like, yeah, he took 75 edibles. Of course he died. It's just like if you were to drink a thousand drinks. Anything, everything in moderation is okay. Yes. Not everything. Most things in moderation are okay. Anything in excess is bad. Yes. Or someone's like, I had wee brownies at a party. Well, yeah, you had wee brownies at a party. It was made by Sarah who put a thousand milligrams in it because she wanted to get everyone effed up. But if you buy it from a store or from a dispensary in places where it's legal, like California, it is medicated and it is broken down like medicine. Five milligrams, 10 milligrams. And you have to take it all based on the size of your weight and your body and how many. It's the same kind of thing when it's done the right way. But if you keep making it illegal, people will still go out and get it and then get the wrong way and or it gets laced with fentanyl because it's not regulated. So by you not allowing it to become a thing that is recreational, it's actually worse on the human race and the war on drugs than it is to just uh, legalize it at this point. And there's a lot of money to be made. A lot of tax dollars. California, Colorado, Washington, Oregon, they are making a lot of money on taxes. another thing that they can charge us a whole lot of money for. That's fine, though. The money goes somewhere, and it gets put to use in places. You are right. Like California has state funding, and so if you're in a place where you can't afford XYZ or whatever, you get state funding to then to take care of your medical or to take care of education or things like that that are important. But places like Tennessee don't have a state funding or a state tax or anything that's taxed that funds those things. And so our roads are falling apart and there's no government assistance that for families who need it for, for schooling or for education or for food or whatever it's not, or pregnancy. Like my wife was pregnant in California. She had like six months off and it was paid here. It's like three weeks, get back to work. It's like, Whoa, but there's no state funding to take care of that. So the bigger picture legalizes, legalize this and let's move on. All right. Okay. Hey, you heard it here first. Move on. Get over it. Scuba, I'm going to need you to step down for a second. But get over it. Pedestal. And also, the people who are voting are 90-year-old white guys who will be dead in two years and don't even care. So get them out of office. Bring in a new regime and vote towards the population, not towards the the minute or the the small amount of people. Okay. And the small amount are too damn loud. Shut up. Okay. Okay. All right. There we go. Do you feel better now? I feel much better. Okay. I, yeah. It was a lot of things you also, said. Also, open very your important. mind up, people. Open up your mind. A lot of the things you said were very important, and yeah. I appreciate you sharing. Yeah. I can go on that for like an hour. I know. I gave you the we, dial we down. We can't have another hour. I know. Hour I know. And I, know. I'm sorry. I know. Your hands are in the motion of like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to bring you back to me. I know. I know. I know. Um, most memorable hallucinogenic story. So there's this one time, I think I was like 17 or 18, and we smoked this stuff called I think it was either Salvia or Damiana. I think it was Damiana. And we bought it at a place called Pipe Dreams in Altamont Springs, Florida. And we lived in Florida where we was illegal. And you had to buy it from some shady dude at a gas station. And so I didn't want to do that a lot. Or we had to buy it from kid, this kid named Arthur who took forever to get it to us because he was always on bars and he was somewhere and couldn't get it to us. We had to wait days to get it, which is ridiculous. So we'd, sometimes we'd find other things. 
and there was this thing called, I think it was Damiana, and I remember smoking it, and it was weird, because... And that, this, is another, this is another thing, going back to the other one. If you can't get what you want, then kid, people will end up getting other crap that's terrible for them. If you just give them the stuff that actually isn't bad in the first place. It grows from the ground. God, if you believe in Jesus and God, hey. he made this. It came from the Scoops. earth. We stepped off the I pedestal. know. But one more point about that. It also came down to politics back in the day. It was between tobacco and weed. And weed had way more byproducts than tobacco. And so they voted and they picked tobacco because of lobbyists. And they went towards tobacco. And tobacco became the plant of America when it was supposed to be marijuana. And they went for tobacco because of interests towards others in politics. It always comes back to, unfortunately, the people who do not care about you and the masses. I have, but, I have heard similar things. So. Yes, and you probably have heard it from me multiple times in this I podcast. I have also. Yes, heard and I'll continue to say it. This might be where it's coming from. And I'll continue to say it until there is I have change. Deja vu. I know there is never going to be change because everyone is so damn stuck in their box. Okay. But anyways, put a bow on your hallucination. Okay, next all right. Story. So the bow my hallucination story from what I can remember from it, and there's two of them I'll give you. One of them was this one. I hit it. I remember immediately hitting it, and it, I remember hitting it. It was so weird. It was like one of those like crappy wooden Jamaican Jamaican pipes where it has like two people having sex on top of it. It's like these. It's a stupid wooden pipe that we had that we had this to find. This is not a pretty bow. No, no. So it was like this crappy old little pipe. We probably had other things in it that we were smoking. Oh, we had opium in there too, which opium is a war drug for um, an ancient Chinese war drug that people would smoke to like, like not opioid? feel. Like o- opioids, but it was called opium. So op- opioids, I guess, is a class of like medicines and pills and all that. But straight true opium is like, it's like, it's a thing. Like I have to look it up. Opium is like a powder or a substance that you can smoke or inhale, or I guess you could snore or whatever. So we put opium on top of this Damiana, which is like a leaf like type fake synthetic, whatever marijuana. And we hit that. And I just remember it was so weird. I remember as soon as I hit it, my body immediately, we were sitting in my, in my friend Brent's backyard as his parents worked in a school. So they got home around five. So we knew we had like a window of like three to five to do all our shenanigans. So we're in his backyard and we're smoking out this wooden pipe and had Damiana with opium on top of it. It was like black rocks. He would put all over on top of it. And we hit that. I remember immediately hitting it. And we were sitting like, like, you know, like those like lawn chairs where it's got the straps on it, like made out of like rubber or plastic. Mm -hmm. And so I remember sitting on the edge of it and I remember hitting it and going like instantly just going, I fell back into my, into the chair, like involuntarily, just like something pushed me backwards. I fell back into it. And then I was in like King Arthur's court. I was somewhere like in medieval (laughs) times where it was like people were wearing like like Monty Python, where they're all wearing like the what do you call it? like the the gear? What's that? The um the metal stuff? Oh, like the night shield, the like night the armor. Shield. Yeah, armor. There it is. They're wearing like the armor, and everyone's got knives and they're fighting. And I remember being there, and I'm like, oh my god, where am I? And I but I like I'm like me, but in that time, like I had went back in time to like a war area, which is weird because opium was a thing that like I was telling you people would take to be numb to for fight and fighting yeah, battles. Yeah, it's a heavy scented addictive drug. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Used as a narcotic. Yes. Yeah. But people back in the day would use it to become numb for fighting for wars. And so I was like in like a war place and I didn't even know that was what it was for. And then when I came up, my friends, my friend told me who's like super like smart, like on a whole nother level, Brent. I was like, yeah, that's what people would do for that. I was like, it's crazy because I was in a battlefield. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, yeah, dude, I was like in a battlefield and there was like, like kings and queens and like the, like it was a whole thing. And I just remember being there for a little bit and like, I remember it very much because it's been like 
oh, like 20, 30 years. I just remember being there and like in a medieval time and like there was a, a war going on. There was a fighting thing, but I was on the, I was with the king and the queen. So I was like with a royal, t- royal family. So I wasn't touched and nothing was wrong with me. But I remember seeing all the fighting and the battle and like, wow, this is crazy. Like you guys live like this. I have a super serious question. Okay. What? You have like a very interesting life and I yeah. think you do outside of this, but like, do you think some of the stories you've shared are stories that have may have happened when you were on hallucinogens and that's how you thought it happened? <laughs> well like bobby asked that question when i told the story about the ghosts and i was like no stone cold sober I, that was not i that's what i'm saying i think yeah. you have interesting stories outside of this but i'm just curious if there's some things yeah that you kind of look back on and you're like oh that may have not happened in the way that i thought it happened or what if those things unlock certain things in your brain and you're able to see different vibrations and things that's possible too you know what if it's that i'm just i'm just curious if you think it's had some influence on some of your wild stories i don't think so no okay no because some of my wild stories just happened in, like that story we told was that in this podcast or the other one about the song the phantom song this this one well oh. it's in part one okay part oh yeah so the, the phantom one that i was not on anything i was just walking down a hall and then that came in my head so there's things that happen to me constantly they're just sober well, just to tell you to make a point again you are a very interesting person outside okay. <laughs> of this i'm just curious if at all you felt like it might bleed no i mean there may be lines. some but i feel like the ones that i pointed out or talked about like those are those legit sober. i remember like vividly sometimes things will happen you're you're effed up my friend like remember that one time i'm like i don't remember that and it's because i was so effed up i don't remember it okay. and there's those stories and I was like, oh my God, I did that. Or would that happen? Or I said that. And like, yeah, you said that. Like you, I was like, oh, mm, okay. I remember one time being so ripped. Oh, <laughs> so there's that one. And then there was like, I remember being on shrooms and going to the Orlando magic game, the new arena. I went to go see it and everything was so vivid and so bright. All the colors blue was like blue, blue. And I was laughing at everything. <laughs> like it was like radiating blue. And I was just like, whoa. And I went to the game by myself and I met up with a friend and it was just like, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. It's like unlocked my brain. But then there was one that I used to see. It was a reoccurring one. So I don't know if it's real or not. This one is one of those ones where it could be playing into what you're asking about drugs okay. or it could be real. Like I unlocked a different level. There was these things that I used to see called water cons. And there were little people that were like water people. And so and my friends. Like I know, from Aquaman? I don't know. I haven't seen Aquaman. So I just remember <laughs> this was like back like in the mid 2000s. I was in a okay. band and we used, to pr- we used to practice in my friend's back garage in Winter Springs, Florida, and we used to smoke a lot. Like we would go back there and like we would rip it down. We would smoke all kinds of. But it was it was just weed though, so it wasn't like it was like a hallucinogenic. It was just smoking weed. But maybe back then it was more fresh on me because I was my first times doing it. I remember we'd hit it, and then we'd be sitting there, and I would like see these like little water creatures just like walking all. Like you guys see those water cons, those water people. They're like what? I'm like yeah, there's like little people. And they talk like this, and they walk around, <laughs> and they're and they'd be all around his garage. <laughs> And then, and, and then one time I remember talking to one and he's like, and he's like, yeah, we're water cons. We're water people. And most people can't see us because we're on a different wavelength. And, I, and he's like, you must have unlocked a different wavelength. And, and here we are. And I was like, whoa. And so I used to see them all the time, but they would never see them. So you think we're just walking around killing water con people? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we would get in their way. Well, they're, they're fluid. So you could probably step on them. I think from what I remember, you could step on them and they're fine because they're water. Kind of like the new Disney movie, Elemental. That person was probably on drugs and they dreamt up that movie. Yes. Elemental is really cool. It's really cool, but maybe they were like really you cool. and they had like a moment and they saw it. Could be. Like, and that's the whole other world that's living below us. Like Hollywood, they 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 are they take drugs and they unlock different things and they come up with these ideas. Oh, man. Elemental was okay. great. Wasn't the movie that got hate because there was like a same-sex couple or something in there? I remember when it first came out, 
and everyone didn't mm. want to watch it because there was like there was like a. And by the way, if if you're in that part of the country where that bothered you, it's like three seconds in the movie when he when he when she say, meets. I can't even remember exactly, it. but but people of that mindset will harp on the crap that doesn't matter, and they will make it the narrative. Because I remember when that movie came out. Everyone, it was that everyone banned it, especially in like the Bible Belt. They were not, they were not going to watch it because there's a same sex couple in there, and my kids don't need to see that or be a part of that or be exposed to that. And it is literally three seconds of the movie, and you don't even know that they're a same sex couple unless you're an adult and realize, oh, that looks like a gay couple. But they don't even like say anything about it. They're just an artsy couple. Like, oh, this is my artsy brother and his and whatever, and they're from wherever. Like, it's such a. It's the part when she goes over to his house and she has to float through the house and the whatever. And he's like meeting. She she's meeting his siblings, whatever. And there's that one artsy couple. That's the scene that pissed everyone off, and they wouldn't go see it. Mm. That's a cute movie. It's an awesome movie. So I guess my point on that one is like you get these like little headlines clickers. And then they ruin it for everyone. Like that movie, if you watch the movie, it has nothing to do with that. And it is such an insignificant part of the film that if that's the reason why you wouldn't go see it, I'm talking to you right now. Not you, Morgan, but I'm talking to you. You know know who you are. (laughs) Open your mind and go watch the movie because the movie, 99% of it isn't that. And it's an awesome movie. I've seen it four times now. Kids love it. I love it. It was a great movie. Awesome movie. And it also teaches people about to be respectful of other kinds. Mostly other races because if you go on another drug tangent i don't know how to handle it so we're gonna take a quick break and dive into some other things okay yeah yeah there's too many drug stories <laughs> yeah that wasn't that was just the tip of it <laughs> witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge, My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. All right, these are we're doing rapid fire now. We're gonna we're gonna get, do these in ones real quick. Let's go real quick. You can do that. Right, we, we've had a few tangents. Can you do that? 
Yes. Okay. Can you? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll answer this one first before we dive into our rapid fire. Okay. Did, did I meet my soulmate since October is over now? Amy's psychic cousin predicted that I would meet my soulmate in October. As far as I'm aware, I have not met said soulmate. But you don't know, though. So I say as far as I'm aware. aware. Yeah, like how you put that. Uh, as far as in this moment, I could have ran into him, but I have not gone on dates with anybody in October. Yeah. So as far as a purposeful, intentional person, no. Okay. In this moment. That's okay. where we're at. Okay. From this moment. Is that a song? Yeah, Celine Dion. Da, 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 right? Yeah, Celine Dion. From this moment. Okay. Do we really hate Lunchbox? No, not at all. <laughs> really don't. Also, Linda from Ohio asked Linda, Oh, Linda, this ah, Linda, all your questions, Linda. Mm-hmm. I think in moments, like little tidbits, we get annoyed with what he says or does. You're like, oh my God, really, dude? Really? Yeah. Come on. But like, it's like when you have a really good friend or, or like your best friend or just a friend group, you're not going to always be agreeable no, and always going to say wavelength. You share how you really feel. Yeah. You have moments where you're like, oh yeah, hell yeah, dude, let's do that. Or or like, no, no, what are you talking about? Like, no. But they're also funny to watch you two interact because you guys also have very dramatized reactions. Yeah. <laughs> Not in like a bad way. You guys are yeah. just very, and dramatized maybe isn't the right word, but you're very- Big. You, you just, the way that y'all react to things is big. Yeah. And not in a bad way. It could be good or bad. I think because we're both very emotional type people. Yeah, I don't. There's a word I'm looking for here. Yeah. But um, well, yes. We're, you, we're emotional, like good and bad. We get excited yeah. and we get angry and we feel the emotions to like a different degree. Yeah. Than you most guys, people. it just, it comes out really strong. Yeah. Very passionate people. Yeah, we are. I, I could see that. Yeah. When so it's fun to watch you guys interact. He's a cancer too, right? He's born in July, isn't he? Or I don't June? know. It's on our calendar. It is on our calendar. Thanks to me. Yeah, you did. Let's go back to yeah, when's his birthday? July. July. I think it is July. I think you're right. Ja. Lunchbox birthday. Yeah, Lunchbox July 25th. Boom. There you go. He must be a cancer and I'm a cancer, so we're very emotional people. No, horoscope matching. Mm, you guys are so cute. Look at us. Uh, no, Next I question. also don't hate Lunchbox. Yeah. I, I love Lunchbox. He's like my brother. Yeah, there's, there isn't anyone on this show that we actually hate. Again, it's a relationship. It's a family. It's a friendship. It's a dynamic. There are moments where we're like, oh my God, really, dude? Oh my God, come on. But, or, or on the positive side, ah! but there isn't, there's no true hatred towards anyone here at anyone at no. any shape or form. It's just a little dysfunctional family. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, think about your friend group or your family. Same thing. Ups yeah. and downs, highs and lows. What is our guilty pleasure? <laughs> my guilty pleasure. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Don't you do What's it. What's your guilty pleasure? Superhero movies. Okay. I could watch those on repeat of any kind and multiple times over. So I think those. Or candy. Or candy, yeah. Like I love desserts. Candy. I, I love just desserts, yeah. Oh I could God. go to a restaurant and just eat dessert. When they're like, Do you want dessert? I'm like, I don't have the room for it, but let me see the menu because if I see, if I see something that I want, I will get it. But if there's something that's like all basic crap that I see everywhere else, I'll pass. You know, first in my life I always ate dessert first. Oh really? I'd go That's to restaurants cool. because it was like, you never have room, right? But totally. I always wanted dessert. Okay. So I'd eat dessert first, so I always had room. Okay. And then I'd eat my meal second. Nice. Smart. And you're an adult. You can do whatever you want. Mom, dad can't tell you. Oh, that was not. First. That was when I was in high school. Oh, okay. Oh, damn. Okay. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> listen, I was eating like crap anyway. I was a vegetarian. Yeah, I was yeah, eating yeah. mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, and cheese pizza. Like, Yeah, you're vegetarian in Wichita, Kansas. There aren't many options there for you. I was crushing it. So yeah. they were like, oh, let's have, what's worse, having her eat dessert it's like, whatever, first. dude. And my dad, my mom and dad love dessert too. So okay, so they, yeah, they're they with typically you. joined in it. Like she's eating, so who really cares, right? Yeah, she's alive. Yeah, yeah. We've got to feed her something. <laughs> Nothing else to eat around here. So that. Okay. Um, I'm definitely into the sweets for sure. Like uh, there's a spot, Bourbon Steakhouse. It's yeah. the top of JW Marriott, I believe. They have this 
smoked s'mores <gasps> cake. I haven't been any to go. I know you don't eat steak. They have other options you can eat there. No, but you know, steakhouses always have the best sides. They do have good sides, very good sides there. And they have a bar. So you could literally just go to the bar and have a couple of drinks and get a dessert. But they bring it out on this like plate and it's got a big cover over it and it's smoked. So it's got like a smoky flavor to it and it's s'mores. So it tastes like a campfire s'mores cake experience from the smell to the taste. You know what? I may just need to go and have a drink by myself and have some dessert there. You should. And the best way to do it is they open at five. You don't need reservations for the bar. Get there like at 430. And then get there right as they open. Go in the elevator, go right up, and go st- and go straight to the bar. Because it's in the back. Happy hour. Maybe this is how I meet my happy hour. husband, yeah. Scuba. Yes, and just you don't have to like deal with the person at the front because you're not going for reservations. Just act like you know what you're doing. When you get off the elevator, you'll see where you check in and go straight to your left and walk all the way down. You'll see the bar and just go sit at the bar like you know what you're doing and and just do it. Okay, I love it. Yeah. Thank you for the. Solo date idea. Yeah, yeah. You should definitely do it. And I think so, yeah, for me. So I guess my guilty pleasures will be desserts. I'm with you. And smoking weed. Remind me the hot chocolate place because I'm going to go because I think they probably have it on their menu right now. Hot chocolate. That they have all the hot chocolate from all over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sip in East Nashville on Gallatin. Sip. I also have really good ice cream too. Really good ice cream. Oh, my God. Handmade, awesome ice cream. I've been making homemade hot chocolate, so like I need to go get some. They have like 30 different kinds from around the world. See? Okay. Yeah. I'll be checking that out. You will. All right, that's all I have. There's okay. no more Lindas from Ohio or Tony from Boston. We are good in the clear. I have to pee really bad too. So we've been talking this for is a great. while. Yeah. Thank you, Scuba, for joining me. You're on welcome. The best yeah. bits this weekend. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for all your tangents. They're yeah. very much appreciated. Cool. I'm glad Even if I give you crap for them, because yeah. <laughs> that is that's what okay. family dysfunctions do. That's what we do. <laughs> but thanks for joining me. Tell people where they can find you. You can find me. I'm on Threads now too. So I have another new one. I think I haven't established since I've been here. So you can find me on Instagram. And on, it's called Twitter. Yeah, call it X, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And threads at Scuba Steve Radio, S-C-U-B-A-S-T-V-R-A-D-I-O. Mm-hmm. And there's a sweet magic trick by Yuck Yuck the Clown. Oh, that that's so cool. On yes. Instagram. Really cool. Check it out. That's cool up there. And I am at WebGirlMorgan on everything, every social media platform, whatever you want to hang out with me on. That yeah. is all. And the show, at Bobby Bones Show. Lots of content for y'all at BobbyBones.com and our YouTube page. I'm going to go out and to And TikTok. <laughs> That is how we're going to end this? Yeah, that's how we're going to end it. Okay, bye. Bye. The Bobby Bones Show. Uh-huh. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. 
My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.